Overwatch 2 leaks and Life of Blizzard seems bleak. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 116. I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable ruler of Wyoming, Luscious Brody Falls. How are you, my friend? Oh, not too bad. How about yourself? I'm decent. Just decent. Decent. <laughs> I feel you on that. a little bit colder, which I'm happy about, but a little bit too much rain. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit too much. So, But uh, what you can never get enough of, our Instagram and Twitter, follow us at Diggity Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, my dudes. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And subscribe to our podcast if you're listening for the first time, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn. Wherever incredible, great, best, bestest podcasts are located, subscribe so that you get notified of great food for your ear holes. Um, with that, <laughs> I always All have right. to do the food for your ear holes, dude. Always. Um, what did you play? Before we um, news? Really? I have played a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare since it released. And nice. other than that, I have not played much. I played, what, a couple rounds of Overwatch with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been, what, Wednesday night, I think, yep. um, before Call of Duty came out. But since Call of Duty came out, that's pretty much all I have played. Cool. What um, about you? I've been playing Overwatch, and i also been playing Call of Booty. Call um, of Booty. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Been having a yeah. blast at it. Um, been playing a lot of campaign, uh, dude. Just, I mean, honestly, the graphics are incredible in it. I think, mm-hmm. personally speaking, yeah. Like the way that they did the nighttime, like with your night goggles, um, and also like uh, don't want to spoil too much in the campaign, but like when you have to do like airstrikes mm-hmm. and it's at night and you're shooting it down at awesome. it, like it just it looks so realistic. It's crazy. How far um, into the campaign did you make it? I don't want to give away anything. I'm probably f- four hours into it. So okay, so you're not too end. far from the end, yeah. yeah I beat yeah. it in one sitting. Um, I couldn't put it down. I literally played it yeah. from like 11 o'clock to, I think it was like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I, I literally, I, I, I probably wouldn't put it down either if I didn't have work. And, and it's been tough to uh, to say, okay, enough. It's been like one more scene. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really damn more. good. And we will probably do... Our, our first impressions or whatever we want to call them on Thursday or on our Friday show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but this show was kind of already packed, so we didn't want to <laughs> put any more into it. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, man. Uh, before we jump into news, you want to hit us with the upcoming games? Yeah. October 31st, Journeyman for Elysium is coming to PC VR. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming to Switch. Black Sad Under the Skin is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Actually, that's coming November 5th. I apologize. Uh, other games that are coming November 5th. Grip Combat Racing Rollers versus Airblades Ultimate Edition is coming to PC, Jesus. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Just Dance 2020 is coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and the Wii. Uh, Hell Mar- yeah. <laughs> Mario and Sonic <laughs> at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 is coming to Switch, and that's only in the U.S. currently. Uh, Need for Speed Heat is coming to Origin Access as well as EA Access. Uh, that's that you know 10 day 
or a uh, week early access to the game, so it sh- will actually release fully the week after. Uh, Planet Zoo is coming to PC, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Sweet. And there uh, is a little side note for Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, it will be $10 off at release this Thursday, only at Walmart, which I've noticed that Walmart has been doing this lately. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Amazon's been doing that, right? They've yeah. They've been doing stuff where, like, if you pre-order it, you get 10 bucks off. Yeah, and, I like, when I picked up Link's Awakening, I didn't even know it was a thing. I just happened to go into Walmart because I was like, there's not really any point in going anywhere else, and got it for 50 bucks, so... Good stuff. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I'm looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, I'm definitely curious as to why they're making Just Dance 2020 on the Wii. Um, if I remember right, I think we actually talked about this at one point, and it will be yeah. the last uh, Just Dance game to come to Wii. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Mario and Sonic Olympic Games kind of confuses me as to why it's only launching in the U.S. on Switch for now. I mean, I feel like I, you'd want to do a global release for something that's a global competition of athletes. <laughs> I imagine uh, the the version releases for all the other different regions yeah. next week, I think. Um, so. Except for Hong Kong. Except for oh, Hong Kong. Too soon. Um, Planet Zoo. Uh, I think this is from the guys that do Planet Coaster. I'm pretty sure. And I've heard it's actually Which, very good from yeah. the, from what people have played of it so far. Mm-hmm. So and if you're Red looking Red for a new Zoo Tycoon, that might be the Oh, yeah. The yeah, thing. this might be the new thing. Um, and Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC, I cannot wait to see what kind of mods get created for this. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> there better be a Macho Man mod. Oh, I, I guarantee there will be. Yeah, Somebody probably already has it ready to go, and it's just a matter that, like, of making the, a few um, tweaks and throwing it in there. God, what was the what's the what's the police like? Um, what are the police called in that? They're like FBI. What are they called? Pinkertons. In that? The Pinkertons. If they can make the Pinkertons like a mob of Macho Mans, where it just like <laughs> they chase you. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, all right, on to the news. Netmarble has announced a uh, Nino Kuni mobile game. So uh, Nino Kuni Cross Worlds has been announced by the South Korea mobile developer. Uh, details are scarce right now, but here's what we know so far. The game will feature the same great anime graphics that the series is known for, which if you have not played Nino Kuni, get on that. Available on Switch and PS4. Uh, players can form their own kingdoms to work with or compete against other players. Um, and... Uh, Imazin will be spirits that will act as companions throughout the game. Imazins can be trained and appear to be Pokemon-esque kind of within the game. Uh, it is unclear as to where this game will be released, but the game will be officially shown off for the first time at the GST... I'm going to say G-Star, G-Star. G-Star Expo in <laughs> Busan, South Korea, which takes place from November 14th through the 17th. So hopefully we'll see a cool little uh, Nino Kuni game, but everybody's getting on the mobile bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, Netmarble is... I mean, they make a ton of mobile games, so it'll be interesting to see what this actually ends up looking like when it comes mm-hmm. out. And taking but, this IP I mean, there, yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting, the the revival of that IP. I mean, it, they released the, the second one, the second game, and it did very well, and now it looks like they're all in, and I bet we'll be seeing more of Nino Kuni yes. in the next couple Hidden years. Hidden gem, dude, yeah. until the sequel came out. Honestly, my roommate Bobby in college introduced me to that series. Um, yeah. PlayStation and my God, it was incredible. I, I'm waiting for a good sale on it on Switch, and yes. I will add it to that ever-growing backlog. <laughs> ha ha ha! 
so Death Stranding will be coming to PC. Uh, Kojima has now officially stated that the upcoming Death Stranding will be making its way to PC early summer of 2020. Uh, 505 Games will be handling bringing the game to PC. Co-founder and CEO Rafi Galante says, We are we are extremely excited and honored to be working with the supremely talented team at Kojima Productions and to bring Death Stranding to PC gamers around the world. Death Stranding will take gamers through a completely original experience and will delight PC players everywhere. Uh, Death Stranding will originally launch on PS4 on November 8th, 2019. So then we'll have to see people's experiences from that. <laughs> I don't think you and I are going to be tapping into this. I thing. no, not not at full price with uh, yeah, with no. everything else that's out right now. I've got. A significant backlog and uh you don't currently have a playstation so this one would fall on me and i don't know i'm gonna wait on this one <laughs> it's uh, too a little weird, weird. Little too little weird for me to go all in on yeah uh ea access and ea games coming to steam apparently so ea and steam have partnered to bring ea access to steam starting next spring uh, this will be the first gaming subscription ever available on Steam, and what a better company to choose than EA. As well as the fourth platform that the service has now been released on. Uh, starting with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, EA games will be available on Steam. Uh, more games will begin to roll out over time, including multiplayer games such as Battlefield Five. Um, God. No, yes, Battlefield Five. God yep. damn it, Roman numerals every I, time. I, they get I me, brother. should have just put a five. <laughs> Uh, and Apex Legends becoming available next year. Uh, Steam and Origin players will be able to play multiplayer games together regardless of which launcher they choose. Um, also, what they should bring, Peggle. Oh, hey I, boy. It'll be the in there. It'll be in there. EA Access has in. Peggle on there. Uh, yeah, EA Access, we've talked about it before. If you're a big fan of sports games or what have you, uh, it's a fantastic deal. If you don't play <laughs> sports games, you? <laughs> uh, if you don't play sports games, it's not as great of a deal because you don't get you know the the newest Madden. You know, I think it's like six months after it releases or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, EA Access is actually pretty reasonable. Thirty dollars for the entire year, and you get a huge huge catalog of games uh the last i looked there was like 60 games in there or something it's crazy yeah it's a lot it's a lot of like older shit though, yeah like yeah there's some like FIFA original 2010 like, it's like okay yeah fantastic a lot of I'll it get, is i'll get stuff, to that never but uh there there are some good things in there especially if you're just looking to play you know some newer games 30 bucks for a year is still well worth it so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely cool. check that out you know uh, Counter-Strike Global Offense has made a change to the key system, so container keys can no longer be traded or leave the purchasing account in any way. Keys that are already in your inventory will not be affected and can still be traded on the Steam community market. Uh, these changes will only affect newly purchased keys. Uh, the devs have reached out to explain the reason behind the change, saying, In the past, most key trades we observed were between legitimate customers. However, worldwide fraud networks have recently shifted to using CS. Geo keys to liquidate their gains. At this point, nearly all key, pur- key purchases that end up being traded or sold on the marketplace are believed to be fraud sourced. As a result, we have decided that newly purchased keys will not be tradable on mark or marketable. Sorry, um, yeah. a lot of people are very upset about this because the trading community and uh, CSGO is huge. Um, so they, I mean, they they pretty much destroyed it in one swift 
blow, um, which personally I don't play it, nor do I really get into the trading too much of various different games but they it sounds like their system worked pretty similar to how rocket leagues was where you you'd get like a crate and you'd have to buy keys to open the crate well the keys are the easiest way to exchange real life money uh so you could trade you know um say it's a dollar a key you trade you know uh for a certain item you could trade five keys and it'd be like five real life dollars um So it's a pretty common system. A lot of people are actually getting away from it. Like Rocket League, they're doing away with the keys and things like that. So uh, it it makes sense. Um, It's definitely had its time for the the trading and things like that. And Mm. the fact that this game is still as big as it is is absolutely incredible. (laughs) Because it's a fairly old game. I don't remember exactly when it released. But um, yeah, yeah, it it was kind of just a matter of time before this happened, I think. Honestly, with all the the stuff going on with loot boxes and and the gambling aspects of it and things, um, yeah, this this was just a matter of time. So, mm-hmm. uh, Shigeru Miyamoto has been awarded the Person of Cultural Merit in Japan. Uh, this award is the highest honor a person in a creative field can receive in Japan. And on top of that, he is the first person in the video game industry to ever be awarded this merit. Uh, Miyamoto is credited as being the father of Mario and the Legend of Zelda, a complete legend at Nintendo and video games as a whole. Miyamoto says that he is glad that the video game industry is being brought to light and that he simply wants to make people around the world smile. Uh, 66-year-old Miyamoto continued to stay, uh, or continues sorry, to say uh, that he will not be retiring anytime soon and he will continue to do everything in his power to do new things. So, yeah, awesome. Miyamoto's awesome. I yeah. hope to one day meet Miyamoto. That'd be that, really cool. That would be incredible. You know what? One day we'll have Miyamoto on the show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> long stretch yeah i uh it was only a matter of time i mean he is probably the biggest legend in video games um and so yeah this is this is awesome man it's cool to see that now video games are kind of reaching the point where they're on equal playing fields with other forms of media uh one of the other people that was added into or got this award at the same time was a uh somebody who makes anime so or oh, anime or manga, I don't remember which one it was, but uh, yeah, very very cool, very very big deal um, in the Japanese culture. So cool huh. stuff. Cool. <clears throat> Ninja Theory has announced the Insight Project. Um, <laughs> one of the studios under the Xbox umbrella, Ninja Theory has made positive news in the last couple of years for their game Hellblade. Senua's Sacrifice. Senua's. Hellblade depicts a warrior that suffers from severe mental health issues and has been praised as one of the best representations of psychosis in any media. Uh, The game went on to win five BAFTAs, um, three game awards, and a Royal College of Psychiatrists award. Uh, As the studio continues to focus on how they can help shed some light on mental health and use their games to promote mental well-being, the Insight Project was created. Uh, so the Insight Project is an ambitious combination of technology, game design, and clinical neuroscience uh, brought together with the aim of generating strategies to alleviate mental distress. The studio says we plan to pro- or we plan a program of gaming technological and uh, scientific, scientific, sorry, development. <laughs> 
I'm just making up words now. It's scientific still. Scientific. Uh, scientific development that will lead to self-contained, individualized, and absorbing game experiences which uh, within which people can become an expert at recognizing, responding to, and ultimately controlling their own fear, anxiety, and other negative subjective experiences. Uh, the work will be underpinned by rigorous scientific principles to ensure its effectiveness and validity and will adhere to strict standards of ethics and data management. So this is really Damn. cool. Uh, video games are generally not the prime example of focusing on mental health. Uh, most of the time you got you know a, a big burly dude with a gun just going around killing people without thinking twice type of deal. Um, but yeah, that... When Hellblade first came out, uh, there was a lot of talk about it and how creepy it was because it, it does, I mean, there's like whole other voices talking to you the entire time and whispering in your mm -hmm. ear and uh, they, they really knocked it out of the park. I started to play it and I think I got sidetracked and never went back. That's not a, a bash at their game. It just wasn't really for me personally, um, but it, what it has done and you know the light it has shed on mental health has been fantastic and it, it's really cool to see video games stepping up in in that way no for sure it's really cool to see uh the, i mean they got microsoft's been doing a lot with that you know we're bringing mm -hmm. games and the the benefits of gaming into life and and the different applications that it could be used for to to fix certain things i mean like the um adaptive controller and all that kind of stuff the accessible controller that they came up with one one good thing and then to have this in the game is really cool and hopefully it helps mental health stigma and all that kind of stuff so cool yeah give it a try um <clears throat> something that has given me mental health problems now <laughs> overwatch two rumors leaks and i have soiled my pants apparently in the show notes um <laughs> cur currently we do know for a fact that overwatch will be getting some updated news at blizzcon but now it's becoming obvious that overwatch 2 will be revealed during the event as well at blizzcon in anaheim my dudes uh if all leaks are to be believed overwatch 2 will have new game modes maps and heroes as one would expect the biggest news about the second iteration of the game is that it will have pve player versus environment modes uh, and may even make it a major part of the game. Uh, hero talents will be a part of PvE and will feature four player story missions. New game modes include Assault, Control, Escort, and Push, which is set in a map based on Toronto, baby. Toronto. Uh, currently, there is only one character that is being talked about named Echo. Echo has appeared in an early concept art for Overwatch and was shown off during the reunion trailer that announced Ash. Uh, Echo appears to be friends with McCree and possibly even a partner for his adventures. So... Let me just do this right now, because <clears throat> there's other news after this that kind of casts a, a, a shadow on Overwatch <laughs> too. Get get the good things out right now. So this sounds really good. Um, don't want to spoil it, but later on it gets a little bad. But one Overwatch, <clears throat> two PVE, three Toronto. I'm fucking buying four copies. I'm in. You had me. <laughs> All in, baby. Woo! Yeah, all day. Yeah, no, all this does sound day. really cool. Um, I do enjoy the PVE stuff in Overwatch when they have, like, the special events and all that. It is fun, especially because a lot of times we actually end up having a group of four people when we do play. Uh, so this works out really well um, and something that I can definitely see us playing. The, the biggest question is whether it's going to end up being... 
basically like an add-on pack to Overwatch or if it's going to be a whole new game. Uh, a lot of people are not excited about the idea of it being an entirely new game, which is understandable. Um, I mean, you've already purchased this one, but at the same time, that's usually how sequels work. Um, so I, I would imagine it's going to release as a new game. It looks like there's a lot of uh, visual improvements and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think this is really actually pretty cool and gets me not really excited about Overwatch 2 cause it's really not my thing, but, uh, I know you'll be in on it and our buddy Craig will be in on it. And so, oh, um, I will be peer pressured into getting into it. The Toronto map, by the way, is a total shill for Overwatch League investors. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for those who don't know the Toronto Defiant the Overwatch, you know, esports team uh, is owned by the same people who own the Toronto Raptors, the mm-hmm. Toronto Football Club, the Art Toronto Argonauts, the CFL team, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, I mean, it's a massive company that owns that shit. And they gave, they basically, I think they made like the largest investment out of all the other leagues mm-hmm. or all the, all the other teams. So that's kind of weird. Um, it'd be kind of interesting if they do like maps for all the different teams that are in it, like a Miami or a, or at least Orlando. some of them. I mean, cause there, there's a ton yeah, of teams, but there are a ton, but um, also there's been like a lot more like overwatch, like Canada cross stuff in yeah. war. That's kind of confusing also, but you know, whatever, just kind of confused by the whole thing. Love it. Cause it's Toronto, but yeah. weird. It, it is kind of a bizarre choice. Um, but I, I think it could be cool. I mean, we were just in Toronto not too long ago, and I think it could definitely lend itself well to to a map. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what that yeah. game mode is as well. I mean, Oh, it'll just be traffic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a traffic jam is all it'll it is. It'll be traffic and people fucking going down where the streetcars go down underground for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. It's going to be exhilarating yeah. is what we're trying Absolutely. to say here. Yeah. Uh, so next up, um, <laughs> if you're done talking about the good things of coming to Blizzard, uh, we've have some bad things. Um, mind you, this is all leaks and from a angry ex-employee, a guy who got fired from Blizzard. So take it worth a grain of salt, but it does seem to line up with some other things that have been kind of circling the web. Um, so this was on, it was on 4chan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on 4chan. Um, so this guy or girl uh, were talking about all of the different things going on at Blizzard and uh, some of the mismanagement and crazy stuff going on. So anyway, it says uh, the mood across the whole company is bad. And mu- buckle in because this is long oh, as this shit. Is wild. This is long as shit, and it's also if true, insane. This is wild. Um, so. Uh, the mood across the whole company is bad. StarCraft 2 is dead. Diablo 3 is dead. Overwatch, despite being the most... Be, sorry. Despite most of the fucking office saying sacrificing our casual audience to chase esports uh, money was a bad fucking idea is shock of shocks dying. Hearthstone is being described as an in a or described as in a death spiral. We've had four projects canceled in three months and tons of teams don't know... Or, so, good God, sorry. Uh, and Ion's team, I'm reading very small print here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ion's team doesn't want to hear it, but Battle for Azeroth is an unmitigated disaster. Uh, anyone who hasn't worked there for at least 15 years got a non-negotiable 
pay cut for or the choice to walk. Josh Allen went fucking berserk, all because <laughs> Papa Activision wants to save money. <clears throat> Uh, people begged Morheim to stay. Uh, now the sentiment is that he smelled which way the wind was blowing. Uh, so many people are in positions they are unqualified for. Uh, this isn't an insult. It's a fact. There are people two years into new positions asking their underlings what to do constantly. The brain drain has affected... Has, good God, sorry. There's, has there's affected a lot of company structure severely. Yeah, it's... It's, His it's not, wording is it's bizarre. Not written that great. So <clears throat> no, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling through it. Uh, no, no matter how many people tear their hair out and yell at higher ups, still, uh, still try or still think trying to make an esports out of every game is going to strike it rich eventually. <laughs> uh, this fool's gold wishful thinking horseshit has cost them <laughs> millions. <laughs> Massive crunch Ugh. on projects like Diablo 4, people sleeping under their desks, grown men and women weeping openly as births and a few deaths are missed. Uh, graphics Jesus artist Christ. has been put on paid leave after being caught self-harming on his break. Uh, 2019 Thanks. has really felt like things are stretched thin and reached a breaking point. Uh, the next thing he went on to talk about is uh, pretty much Overwatch 2, and there's a little bit of news before that, so... A plan to basically hire university students as scabs under a get-your-foot-in-the-door scheme that may as well have been called its free exposure scheme. Uh, there was a punch-up in the office after websites like Massively reported on female employees having to log their ovulation cycles. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Chris Metzen came in for the first time in a long time. He had major surgery on his back or something of the like, and that's why Thrall appear- or disappeared for Legion. Uh, and he left the office looking five years older and just depressed. Many artists let go and work outsourced to companies like Thai asset producers, XPEC, to lower production costs. Uh, Overwatch 2 is now in full production as a it will fix or it will fix it release. Uh, God, I hate the way he words some of this. Uh, I know it's brutal. It, it's just left for dead. Four with robots play. Played the flashback seasonal event. It's that for $60 in exclusive cosmetics. And one of the strangest sights I've seen in person of color. I won't place the race of gender to for their employee. God, I hate this. <laughs> Sake walked off in disgust at four flabby white dudes getting real excited to finally develop a game with no white men in it. Obviously, Jesus. the media message right now is we bow to outright or out to we bow to outrage culture lest it turn its eye of Sauron in our direction but people don't talk like that behind closed doors uh, they didn't used to at least it was about making the game the consumer would love and enjoy not chasing woke brownie points uh, the game is set before and after the Winston home invasion uh, the memes about Overwatch being entirely backstory was strongly taken to heart tracer's girlfriend will die and over time she will learn to heal after developing a romance with widowmaker who has her own journey as the talon brainwashing wears off uh, buckle in guys it's it, it keeps on going weird. uh the mccree age plot hole is being retconned into him being one of three clones of soldier 76 and a metal gear solid reference uh one is found murdered as the story seed for future content reaper is gay um that's point on its own but sure good for reaper coming out a third faction is being added to balance out a lot of the why would these characters work together just because they hate the other guy's stuff uh leader is a tech 
Techromancer that brings the dead to life using nanites. Uh, her ult brings back dead players as bots to attack their own team for the remainder of their respawn time. Uh, loot boxes uh, replaced with direct time locked purchases and a weekly rotation selection and a strict seasonal buy it or it's gone sales. Uh, couch co-op is happening as this was extremely popular with Diablo 3. Cool. Don't expect a massive engine upgrade as a version for the Switch is also in the works. Nice. Uh, Diab- and then now oh, we're yeah. on to Diablo 4. Oh, uh, yeah. Diablo 4 oh, went into... Oh, I thought uh, I I'll do. Uh, I'll finish up Diablo Four, and I'll let you okay. take over okay. here. Okay. Uh, I'll let you, you struggle this. through this guy's yeah. fucking. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, if you want to, I mean, please. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Diablo Four went into sudden urgent production with the reaction to yet to Diablo Immortal from shareholders. You dumb fucks, not consumers. Your opinions mean literally nothing to them, and many higher ups only show a distaste for you as a necessary evil they have to deal with. Uh, it's a first-person game made in Overwatch's engine. It's an absolute mess. They intend to replace the vacuum in our ecosystem left by Destiny, and they want to essentially be the first fantasy shooter. Uh, it is not going well gameplay-wise. They can't get the loot to drop properly, and Anthem's public response has terrified them. Uh, fair enough. Uh, three classes at launch, five planned as part of a paid seasonal paid content updates. Um <clears throat> Game involves siding with the demons after uh, after a millennia of peace. Uh, the angels are now an authoritarian. Uh, <coughs> sorry, good God. All controlling resume who once again want to purge sanctuary. Uh, the tagline being workshopped is let out your inner demons as the ult mechanic from Overwatch is basically a demonic themed power for each character. Uh, the final boss is a holy slash light infused angel Diablo called Diabel Primus. Uh, I hope to God the name changes. <laughs> Ending cutscene shows all four games that have been set up. Uh, Diablo was a good guy all along, finding the strongest nef- nephilim uh, to prepare for an invasion from the void. Uh, expected to launch spring 2021 on Project Scarlet, PS5, Battle.net, and Activision's in-the-work subscription-based game streaming service God running on it. Microsoft's infrastructure. Man, this guy <clears throat> leaked. Okay, so let's take a break and talk about this stuff Ooh. before we go into the other stuff. <laughs> All right. Who so, chose yeah. green as the font on this fucking website? <laughs> yeah, it's been around Sorry. a long time. Uh, um, good God. Wow. So... Uh, Jesus Christ, I hope this man never gets found because he will be sued into oblivion. Oh, uh, yeah. If any of these are true, uh, he has just leaked what appears to be the next three years of Blizzard Entertainment's fucking... Uh, once we continue reading the rest of this stuff, um, like three years of their product lineup, uh, they just announced that there's a gaming streaming service coming from Activision, which honestly, at this point in time, everyone's fucking doing it. Yeah, I mean, we could have expected enough. that. Uh, Overwatch 2 sounds fucking weird. Yeah. Um... On top of that, it sounds like it's a hellhole to work there if even half of these things are true. Right. I mean, I doubt the ovulation thing is true. If it is, that is fucked. Uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) if any of this is true, uh, I could fully see the the ovulation cycle thing actually being legit, which is, again, fucked. But with the way everything else is being handled, again, if it is true, uh, yeah, they're handling things really really fucked up um i Mike Ibarra, blizzard blizzard right now 
Yeah. <laughs> Blizzard used to be, you know, the place to work. That used to be the place that people loved to work at, and they gave, you know, all these awesome awards for different amounts of time that you've been there. Uh, and it seems like everything has taken a drastic turn for the worst. Um, if, again, if any of this is true. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, uh, this is all fucked. Yeah, it sounds like Overwatch 2 is just exactly what he said, like just a seasonal game. Yeah, like all the, the seasonal events just kind together. of th- thrown in as as the actual game itself. I mean, yeah. And Reaper's uh, gay, apparently. Yeah, you know, only... Because, <sighs> you know, no, no, three, three fourths, three fourths of, the, of the fucking game, all the characters are gay. Yes. Like, literally three-fourths of them. It Not wasn't like you had your... problem with that. No, but it was this, just the matter problem. of it, it's such this fan servicey bullshit is it's what not even the problem fan is. Service, bro. It it's, is like okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be the one that goes blunt on this one. This is like yeah, walking go on for it. fucking glass <laughs> that is soaked in acid. All yeah. right, um, so not a fucking problem with characters being gay. Not a problem with any sexuality of any character in any video game ever. In fact, it's not a new thing. It's no, been around for not. a very long time before any of this very topical content that happens nowadays. But anyways, <clears throat> I don't understand why ninety percent of the characters will have to be gay in the game. Not yeah. a problem against being gay. I just it just seems to me like it's disingenuous to make like it just feels like they're using every chance they get to be like, oh, soldier, soldier's gay. Oh, right, blah plus trans, and it's like, it just seems like, I don't know if I was. It's kind of like the pride parade, like the pride parade used to be, just people marching for like gay rights and stuff like that, and now it's like a bunch of companies got in on it, and mm-hmm. they just all changed their color, like their logo to rainbows and shit, and they right. have these floats and shit, and they fucking monet, they get money out of it, like they fucking, yeah. it becomes just a monetization deal. Yeah, it's just it a is. giant marketing thing, and I feel like. They've kind of done that with this game in many ways. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like if I was, um, you know, uh, part of the LGBTQ2 plus whatever, it, uh, how long the acronym is now, I have no idea. <laughs> I hope I fucking said it right. It changes constantly. <laughs> That's fine. I just don't fucking know what it is anymore. <laughs> if, <laughs> whatever it is, if I was a member of that, I mean, You'd I don't know how be I'd... pissed. Because it, yeah, it, it does feel like I'd kind of be like, cool. So, like, how? Right, you know, like what's the story behind this? Because the story is pretty loose on a lot of these characters, and then it just kind of comes off to me as like you just you just kind of doing it just to get like the clickbait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would look. We're me PC. Off. Look, all of our characters are are gay or bisexual or whatever, and it's like it, it, like you said, it's it's disingenuous because if you had a, a few characters or whatever, that feels a lot more. I guess realistic in a way because otherwise it's like, hey, this is a group of like gay or bisexual or what have you, like superheroes essentially. And it's like, but it 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 is right on the line of being kind of that that fan servicey like or the monetizing you know some people's struggles and things like that, all for the sake of hey, we're the PC company that has you know gay characters in their game, and it's like. I, 
it just it, it's way too much and it's way too over really the top weird. and it's kind of the thing where you have this character like reaper if reaper's gay like that is out of complete left field like they've taken two of the you know you got soldier on one side and reaper on the other side essentially and they're like the the two kind of leaders of sorts in a way of these these two different factions and and they're both gay just for the sake of being gay and it's like ah, it it just feels so forced it i i don't know i don't, feels fake. I don't it feels so fake incredibly fake yeah yeah now and the in the the other part too where he goes into the People saying they don't have to make, you know, with white men in it or something like that. That's, I mean, that's probably just a rumor or fake. I don't yeah. know. But some but of it could be definitely. If you want to make an sure. inclusive game, you would have to have every sort of race in it, including white people, because white people exist. Right. <laughs> Whether or not you want white people to exist, <laughs> they exist. <laughs> so, I mean, you, can, you want to call yourself inclusive. Fuck, you have to have fucking everybody in it. If I don't like the color blue, but I want to be known as inclusive, I have to have the color fucking blue in my game. It makes no sense. Good God. Um, what I, Diablo 4. Yeah, Jesus. Um, it sounds like Overwatch. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Diablo. People are not going to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Diablo is very much a series that people love, and uh, most people weren't even happy with Diablo 3, uh, which was not even that drastic of a change from Diablo 2, the very much beloved Diablo 2. Uh, so when you start to make it first person and essentially like a fucking shooter, <laughs> uh, Destiny-esque shooter, shooter. Um, people are not going to like this at all. It is going to go very poorly. Um, and I'm going to sit with popcorn and watch the entire event unfold at BlizzCon. <laughs> It's going to be great. After the fact, because for some fucking reason, to have a live stream of the event, you have to pay for a virtual ticket. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Monetizing, uh, viewing just, a, Why a not con. just let it go I, free? I Your marketing advantages for going to go free would probably surpass the admission of the virtual ticket for fuck's sakes. Especially at this point, because uh, Blizzard has kind of backed themselves into one hell of a corner, uh, and they're like... They're like fucking twenty foot deep in this hole at this point, try and not even trying to crawl out. I swear to God, like they had a a chance to climb out of this hole, and all they're doing is digging further. Like, no, just toss me a bigger shovel; it'll be fine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> let's just keep fucking I, this up. Bold prediction here, but during BlizzCon, I bet you there's just booze and protests. Oh, absolutely. Even before anything's announced, not like not just pertaining to Diablo Four. Like, I think just in general, people get booed off stage. It'll just be a shit show. Yeah, it's um, going to be a mess. All right. <clears throat> Taking over here. We got a crack at this. Pretty <laughs> fucked up. Here we go. Uh, World of Warcraft. So the same guy leaking what could be real, what could be fake information. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Got that? it. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It was all Roman numerals. Nailed it. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is no longer allowed to be mentioned in the offices as a part of a we don't allow negativity in the dojo is a fucking daily mantra now. I'm reading exactly what he's writing. Or what he wrote. Um, they keep saying it's natural ebb and flow. We can weather this storm as WoW currently has dipped below 1 million subscribers when our biggest competition just announced they finally broke 1 million at E3. But not in the dojo. Shh. Uh, loot crates were planned, but after Belgium were hastily uh, reworked into an in-game reward coming in 8.2 or later. Level squish being tested for 9.0. Uh, response to Sylvana's is stronger than expected. 
but general sentiment is that players will come around by the end of the expansion. Uh, however, negative response to Christine Golden and the Void Lords story seeding has more people worried. Um, uh, next expansion lowers cap to 60 and level scales everything like the Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Volpera and Mechanome are the next Alliance races. Alliance race unlocks will now come to the cash shop as a paid unlocked after its expansion ends, starting with the Legion Allied races in 8.3 and the BFA races in 9.0 and so on. Uh, there are two tabled competitors for 10.0. The reaction to the end of BFA is going to heavily impact the final decision on which makes a cut. The classic team honestly looks like the happiest employees at the company, but there's a growing one-sided anim um, animosity between the two teams. Uh, they think they can just replace us, paranoia, um, and classic is going to dictate who is in charge of 10.0. If the money says one team is clearly the more profitable, they get the reins. Um, BC and Wrath uh, servers are in the works as part of the classic trilogy. Um, so there's Warcraft news. Uh, we're both not massive Warcraft players. I uh, played a no. little bit, but yeah. that's your Warcraft news. Take that with what you want. Uh, Starcraft, uh, RTS is a genre uh, and is considered dead uh, by today's standards. They try to make it an eSport, but it's just not um, Brood War. Uh, Shooter was planned to be a story with a live service element. Uh, Tychus Finlay survived the end of Wings of Liberty after Raynor shot him and left him in the Zerg Hive. Spoiler um, alert? I, yeah. I don't know anything about StarCraft in all honesty, so uh, I don't know, I don't know if you'd really a... like StarCraft, dude. I, I don't think it. I would I liked, either. I like playing it, but it's, it's crazy not my kind of um, uh, Taken and partially rebuilt as a cyborg by the composer, a shadowly beneficiary, Finlay led four-man Black Ops missions during the events of Heart of the Swarm and Legacy of the Void. Uh, planned ending of the retail campaign had Tychus and Raynor's bar years after the end with a new enemy. Um... It goes into that black text. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, with the from outside the galaxy <laughs> invading Enmas, uh, something comparable to Halo 4's Prometheans, but more uh, Geiger-esque and codenamed the Boiler Suit Man. And Finlay's communicator would show the composer's signal and end with a voice over of Hell. It's about damn time to lead into the first season of paid expansion DLC. I oh just boy, paid, fire me up. Uh, he sound, I just made him sound like McCree just because <laughs> he's everything. Um, it sound like a big green thing. Uh, it was constructed as part of the Every Game is Now a Live Service company-wide mission statement uh, intended to out-gears gears. Uh, RPG elements such as upgrading more as a cyborg at the cost of humanity and losing dialogue options or integrating Zerg bioweapons into your suit, which came with its own micro... Adjutant AI companion. Holy shit. Uh, RPG... Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, it's dead after the last paid season <laughs> past box for StarCraft 2 flopped, and Diablo 4 got heavy pushing as a loot shooter uh, instead. Um, so there you go. There's StarCraft news. Get it in, yeah. Uh, Hearthstone mm -hmm. news. Um, you think that Hearthstone is just kind of out there as its own because it's a card game? You're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Um but Hearthstone, a uh, new project lead, not popular with the team. That's great. Uh, lots of butting heads at the roundtable meetings. Uh, user drop-off is uh, staggering. No Blizzard game in history has fallen off this fast or this far. Holy shit. Uh, lots of worries about loot box bills, counting Hearthstone packs as gambling. Uh, rumblings in the halls that there's an experimental buy dust, pay more to get more and save more system with legendaries now exclusive to paid, which would suck. Uh, it's not the eSport they want it to be, and there was plans for a Hearthstone VR, but it's been mothballed. 
Why would anybody give a shit about Hearthstone VR? But I could sit and see the card. <laughs> right. I could oh. see a table in front of me. You know, like you could yeah. sit at the you immersion. Could sit in the, yeah, well, but you can sit in the pub, right? And then the Hearthstone table would be there and be like, Your turn! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, so, clearly, it, it seems like the first half of this was a lot crazier than the second half as far as, you know, the the insane news coming out of it. Um, you know, the, the World of Warcraft stuff doesn't necessarily sound terrible. Um, it, there's nothing like, you know, checking ovulation cycles and shit like that in there. Um, Starcraft, I don't know. Again, I, I don't really care too much about Starcraft, but it, it sounds like it's trying to do things that it's not set up to do. Um, and well, Hearthstone... It's, it's Star, well, Starcraft, um, the problem with that as an eSport is it would just get... I mean, there's so many macros in the game, like yeah. the Hit the Master, and, and the problem with that was like it'd be going good, and then it just wasn't... like. There's a lot more action going on, right? With with what he's saying, like with um, uh, a brute war or a brood war, um, yeah. Uh, in terms of like Overwatch and shit like that, and StarCraft would be mm-hmm. like 30 minutes or like 20 minutes of like build up, and then there'd be right. a battle. But the, I mean, it's top down, right? So the 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 battle would just be, I mean, you know, yeah. Oh it my wouldn't... god, he's getting my zergs. Oh my god, look at all the pylons. Holy shit! Holy shit! He's <laughs> killing them. Oh my god. And right, then, you know, that and was, that was kind of it. It very much falls under the kind of pay-to-win category as well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, to an extent. I mean, you you could get by without paying, but it definitely favors those that buy, you know, different microtransactions and things like that. Uh, so it would be hard. Bit. Yeah, it would be hard. I mean, but from from an esports perspective, it would be really oh, hard yeah. to justify that, you know, because it would be very much, hey, this guy spent you know this much money in the game, so he obviously has an unfair advantage type of thing. But, yeah, and it was also really big in like South Korea, but it never yeah. like took off that big mm-hmm. in in the American market. And you know, the company's American that made it, but they couldn't figure out how to you know get it popular in their own home area. So. Wasn't it StarCraft that, like, people were being found dead in, in internet cafes and shit over there? Yeah, yeah. And because they it were was, like, so engrossed into is, it. Oh, yeah, and it's still a massive game out there. Mm-hmm. But I guess they just they don't give a shit unless it's got that U.S. market, which is odd to me because it's, like, you could go get that, you know, yeah. Skasia market um, and be fine with it. But I, I guess not, you know. I, I imagine that the the U.S. market's probably more lucrative. I mean, I imagine you're going to catch more whales in, in yeah, the possibly, U.S. market. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, in South Korea and stuff, they'll just play until their fingers bleed and they apparently die. Uh, so they'll, they'll, they'll earn it another way. Um, but, yeah, U.S., we're a little lazy. We'll pay for, for things. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, all in all, man, um, I mean, it's pretty fucked up. If any yeah. of this is true, um, I mean, even if like 10% of this is true, it's all pretty pretty shitty stuff when it comes to the game development. It doesn't sound like really what the majority would want, I would assume. Right. Um, and uh, it just sounds like it's a, it's a complete disaster at the company. Um, my takeaway from this is I think Epic comes in and purchases uh, some shit up, dude. Thanks so. As an IP, or you think they're gonna like the studio? I think Activision will. I don't. 
I mean, they're a publicly traded company, so maybe it's like a ten cent will move in, and then just well, throw a bunch of money to make the problem go away. I don't know. It just a lot sounds of, like leadership issues. A lot of Activision's games are coming from Blizzard anymore. I mean, really, Activision yeah. has Call it's of Duty, and that's now, yeah. Yeah, and they they just publish other games, so a, a ton of their money is coming from Blizzard Entertainment, uh, which again it's it's a partnership of sorts. But yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking with all of this bad news, it, it'd be interesting to see how Activision is going to respond to this because again, Activision doesn't uh, they don't respond real well to this stuff. I mean, they they generally just don't say anything at all and just kind of let it run its course, which sometimes that's a smarter move. Whereas Blizzard has gone you know up against the ropes and they're trying to fight back still. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how all this kind of goes down. Um, again, like you said, you know, if, if even 10% of this is true, that's fucked. And <laughs> if this guy gets found, <laughs> again, he is going to get sued into oblivion. And No pun uh, Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's an absolute mess over there. And this was actually one that I read and I sent it to you. And then you, you responded with just holy as one message and then shit the next message. <laughs> and then we got around to it and uh, and then we were getting ready to record the episode and you asked me if we wanted to put it in there. And I was like, man, I don't I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those that I was really torn on whether we should put it in there. But I do believe it is important and it did have its place here. I mainly um, wanted to, to report on it just because of um, – the game leaks. I mean, yeah. really, the 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 other stuff was, it, it sucks. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's been weeks and weeks of bad PR for for Blizzard, and and I'm sure it's not going to stop until like a week or two after BlizzCon when they can go into hiding and just work on some of the stuff that they're going to announce at BlizzCon. But um, yeah, all of this came at a time as wild. Blizzard's setting up to you know do their big con for the. Uh, for the uh, year and so it, it all the news is just completely centered around blizzard and everywhere you look mm-hmm. there's still blizzard stuff you know all sorts of it all the time um and so we kind of have tried to dial it back a little bit to where we're not just focusing so much on the blizzard stuff but it is the big thing going on right now and it, it's it, it makes sense to talk about it and again if any of this is true i mean uh, I feel like it, it does have its place to be brought into the light and, and, you know, talked about because that shit is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Whack. I, yeah, just that shit. Whack. Uh, yeah, it's just blizzard needs some good PR here. Um, I wonder what Michael at the same time. Thinks. I have no clue, man. My he walked into a God. shit storm. Holy, Holy hell. Fuck, what a yeah. time to be coming into a company like this. As VP, um, yeah. Ooh. But, yeah, it, it, uh, I, don't, leadership I don't know what else to say about they it. They need uh, something they need leadership change. It sounds like this is really just like a, um, a Bungie-esque kind of issue. Um, to an extent. I yeah. mean, yeah. I, it, a lot of the, the quality of life things for their employees, sure, that, yeah, yeah. that wasn't an issue there. But, yeah, some of the, the growing pains uh, in the games and things like that that you're seeing, it, that's very much something Bungie struggled with a lot at the beginning. Um, and uh, hopefully they can just get back to making, like, hardcore PC games. And, right. And, you know, still keep on that hit with Overwatch, obviously, but... Hopefully they can get back to their roots because that's what made Blizzard. 
it's so fucked up when companies buy companies and I mean <clears throat> I don't think when you buy a company that you should just leave it be I think that you right. should do some things as an outsider that just probably help the efficiency of that company to do what they do best even better and more efficiently and quicker and faster um, because obviously that lowers your you know your your amount of time and and thus gives you more revenue but I mean, it's, it always confuses me because companies will go buy companies because of their perceived value in their eyes as to what that company is doing completely separate to their company, right? right? So, like, why the fuck would you buy something and then say, okay, and we're going to fundamentally change everything about it, even though we know that they've made a shit ton of money because we're paying a shit ton of money for it, and there's all these other things to it. Like, I, I just don't I, – I've never understood that. I've never – just let them be for a while, figure out the inefficiencies and the efficiencies. If it's, I mean, it, it comes down to two fucking things, dude. It's either literally organizational skills with the business and being more efficient, or it's they didn't have funding, but they mm. were able to do amazing things. So then if they were, didn't have funding, they were able to do amazing things. Give them more funding, and they'll make more amazing fucking things, generally speaking. Yeah. Like I, I just I never understood that about mergers and acquisitions for companies. If they just like to fucking come in and like reinvent the wheel and it just destroys the new fucking, you know, revenue stream that they've just gained from acquiring that business. It just it makes no sense to me. I got into business talk land. My bad. <laughs> no, you're I good. Just, you're good. I j- it, it just makes blows sense. I mean, my fucking mind. Right? Yeah, it's like perfect uh, example of an incredible acquisition thus far. Okay. Now Lucasfilm was not as great, but Disney purchases Fox, okay? What do they do? All the Fox content is in a bin over here. It's by itself. It's going to be part of Disney+, Plus, but they haven't changed how the Simpsons work. They've just let them do their fucking thing because the Simpsons have been on the air for like 20-plus years, right? Let them do their fucking thing. Let them work on their own shit. Give them the funding that they want, that they need, and then figure out a way to take that great thing that they do and just monetize it by showing it to more people or giving people more access to that shit. But don't touch the creative process of what is good and sellable right now. Right. Blows my fucking mind. Unbelievable. Um, well, guys, today's podcast is time and effort to create. <laughs> if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Become a patron over there. Um, you can also support the podcast by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial on us by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. Get a ton of audiobook titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, or whatever device you listen to audiobooks on. Audiobooks are fantastic. Once again, audibletrial.com slash diggity. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at diggitypodcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, diggity, and also subscribe to our trailers channel. I totally forgot about that last episode. Uh, Diggity Trailers. Um, we've decided to put our trailers up on a separate channel. Um, a lot of other people were doing it, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's kind of why I was like, okay, hey, we need to do this. Um, it also makes sense. I mean, you don't want like five videos in one day. Um, clogging up the rest of the other stuff and people get annoyed at that. So head on over there and check that out. Diggity Trailers on YouTube. Um, I'm available on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. Thank you to the people who have added me on Xbox. Please feel free to add me on Xbox. Um, and uh, Brody? Mine is Luscious Brody, and I have the same sentiment that Jeff just said. <laughs> feel free to add me. <laughs> uh, and thank you to those that have. Uh, on PlayStation, you can find me at Wolverine's Cousin. And I'm also on Nintendo Switch at some random 10,000-digit code that 
I don't have currently. <laughs> Aha! Uh, got Aha! So review. Uh, it helps us a ton. Whether it is a comment on whatever YouTube videos or uh, a review on iTunes um, or Spotify, those things tremendously help us. Um, they essentially make us get noticed on those platforms. That's how it works. Uh, and thank you to all those people who have left reviews for us. You've definitely helped us get noticed more, and we are growing. Boy. Woo! Fire me up. Um, so leave us a review. Um, thank you so much, everybody, and we will see you for the Friday show. See ya. Overwatch 2 has been leaked. Blizzard has dug a huge asshole that they can't dig themselves out of. Will they find a way to get out of this hole? Next time on Diggity Podcast. God, I hope administration cycles line up for Friday's show. <laughs>